You are listening to Overcomers Church International Podcast. Here at OCI, we are dedicated to our vision of building strong people and building strong churches. From wherever you are listening, we hope that this message leaves you equipped and encouraged. Pastor asked um, if, if some of us would minister. I was like, do we have a theme or can I just do what I want? <laughs> and he said, let's go with the theme. And he said, how do you hear the voice of God? Wow. How do you hear the voice? Whoops. How do you hear the voice of God? I was like, that's big because God is so good and kind to us. He, he talks to us and ministers to us in all different ways. And I love that because we're created unique and we each receive different ways. We pour out different ways and God is just so cool. So I really got to thinking, how do I hear the voice of God? Then he says, what's the title of your message? <laughs> oh, I got to have a title too? <laughs> okay. Well, immediately I had, the Lord told me immediately what I was supposed to title it, and it's titled, Make Room for the Lord. So I am very grateful to the worship team for singing that song, Make Room. That has a special spot in my heart. So this morning, I'm going to talk about different ways and experiences of how to make room for the Lord. How he spoke to me. And I'm going, to, I'm going to name a list, and I'm sure lots of you have experienced this. He speaks to me during worship time. That's why I've always got a notebook or a journal to write it down, because we're human. We'll forget that word. Keep a notebook and a pen near you at all times. He wants to speak to you all day long. So worship time, dreams, I'm going to say it again. Keep a notebook by your bed. He will wake you off the middle of the night and speak to you with a dream. Visions, day or night. Reading his word. Uh, when Lee ministered, he talked about the word is how the Lord speaks to him. The, the word is God, and, and it comes alive to you if you will allow it. If you will make room in your heart as you're reading the word, it will come alive to you. Um, quiet time alone. That's a precious, intimate time with the Lord. That's, you can hear his voice in those moments. Audible, his audible voice. I've heard it one time out loud. Rocked my world. I'll share more about that in a little bit. Feelings. He'll speak to you with feelings. You, you will feel, when the Lord begins to speak to you and minister to you, you will feel this peace come over you. That's his voice. He's, he's peaceful, his love. Seeing, he'll speak to you through things that you see, like when Miss Artie shared all the five senses. So I'm going to tap into all of those. He will show you things. Journaling, which I said before. I didn't use to journal, and... I, I regret that from not starting right when I got saved of journaling. I kind of sort of did it, but I wasn't real good at it. 
I highly suggest that because those are words from the Lord. As you're hearing the word delivered to you, he's going to give you more golden nuggets, and you want to write those down to be able to go back to those. There's testimony in there. That's the voice of God. It's there. Conversations with people. The Lord will speak to you through other people. You might be praying for something in your intimate, quiet time with the Lord, and then all of a sudden you'll hear a song on the radio, and it's exactly what you need to hear. Then you'll go somewhere and talk to somebody, and they say the exact thing that you were praying about. Confirmation. The Lord will speak to you through other people. Um, praying in tongues. Highly suggest that. Highly suggest that. Uh, the Lord likes to have fun, too. God is so funny sometimes. You can be worshiping and singing in the spirit, praying in tongues, and, and you know you're supposed to write it down. You ever try to write anything down when you are just so full of the Holy Spirit and you're worshiping and you grab your notebook and you start writing and yeah, can't read it. <laughs> That's when you trust the Holy Spirit and you say, oh, Lord, can you tell me what all that was? It looks like a two-year-old's handwriting. Yes, the Lord has spoke to me that way too. I'm still getting the interpretation of that moment. In, all right, we pull up Psalm 4610. We're going to hit some scriptures, the word. Here we go. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. This verse jumps out at me because the very first part of it, it says, be still. <laughs> I have a hard time being still sometimes. <laughs> Y'all didn't re realize that, did you? Be still and know that I am God. Just be still. The next one, Zephaniah 1.7. Here's another one. Be silent in the presence of the Lord God. <laughs> That's hard for people who talk a lot. Yeah. Sometimes the Lord just wants you just to be silent. Be still and be silent. It's a posture. It's an intentional moment to where you just be still and silent and wait. You'll hear his voice if you give him a chance. If you'll make room for him. Make room for him in your mind, in your life, in your heart. Um, this reminds me, whoops, a story in God's word that blesses me, reminds me how patient God is when he speaks to us. Uh, he's so good to repeat things to us. Yes, thank you, Lord. The story of, if you'll pull up, mm, well, we won't, we won't read it all. But it's in 1 Samuel 3, verses 1 through 10. This is the story where Samuel was asleep, and the Lord called out to him four times. Samuel was learning and being trained by Eli, and when he was asleep one night, he, he woke up because he heard what he thought was Eli saying Samuel. So he gets up and he goes to Eli. Yes, 
what you want? I'm paraphrasing. Eli didn't. He said, I didn't call you. Go back to bed. Three times that happens. The Lord was trying to talk to Samuel, and Samuel didn't know his voice yet. He was still in training. We are all in training and on a journey to hear the Lord's voice better and better every day. The fourth time, you know, Eli told Samuel, just go back and lay down, and if you hear it again, answer, yes, Lord, here I am. So that's what he did, and he realized that was the Lord's voice. See how patient God was? He, had a, he didn't just say Samuel once and go, he didn't answer me, on to the next one. No, he's patient and he's kind to us. He wants to spend time with you. He wants to talk to you. I'm very grateful for that patient, patience that the Lord gives all of us. And as Samuel, he, he was in a position of rest. Catch that? He was in a position of rest. An intentional moment. Eli said, go lay back down. He could have gotten up and ran around the house or done whatever, but no, he went back and he rested. He listened because he finally recognized God's voice. He listened to the Lord, and he grew. his relationship grew to a very powerful, amazing relationship, and he's one of the great prophets. Now, to know the Lord's voice, we need to spend time with him. Just like when you, when you are meeting somebody new and you're like, oh, wow, I like them. I want to get to know them. You will purposely plan a lunch date, plan a dinner date, plan just a moment with them. It's intentional. So if you want to get to know the Lord, make room for him. You're going to hear me say that a lot. I'm going to repeat this a lot. Make room for him. Find time to set aside for him, you and him. The, um, as you s spend time with him, your relationship will get stronger and stronger, and you will hear his voice more clearer and clearer each time. The Lord's our shepherd, and the sheep know the shepherd's voice. Will you pull up John 10, 27, please? My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. There was, um, I heard this story from another minister. She was telling it that she had talked to um, a shepherd. You know, shepherd takes care of sheep. They guide them, they feed them, they protect them, take care of them. And he was telling a story of how back in the olden days, and they probably still do this in many countries, the shepherds will take their herds of sheep across the country to wherever they need to go to eat or drink or wherever, if they're going to sell them or whatever. And there were resting areas for multiple shepherds with multiple sheep. They would all gather around. And the sheep knew their shepherd's voice. In the middle of a thousand sheep, and a shepherd has a hundred sheep, those sheep have spent so much time with that shepherd, he would just say, he would just say the word, whatever it was, that he would call his sheep. And only his sheep would perk up and come to him. Okay? 
They spent time with that shepherd. They trusted that shepherd. When they heard his voice, they got up and they went to that shepherd. That's us, guys. We are the Lord's sheep. He is our shepherd. We hear his voice. Get up. Get ready. Come expecting to the Lord. Those sheep, when that shepherd called those sheep, they probably got excited and probably said, it's dinner time. Let's go. When the Lord calls your voice, have that kind of excitement. Yes. Going to get a surprise from the Lord today. Follow that voice. <clears throat> now, back to the title, Make Room for the Lord. We are a very, very busy world. And here's the question. Could your busyness actually stand for this acronym? It's the word busy. Could your busyness be this? B stands for burden. U stands for under, S stands for Satan, and Y stands for yoke. Burden under Satan's yoke. Is that your busyness? You think about that. We must learn how to hear God's voice so that we don't become busy like that. The Lord has lots of stuff, lots of things for us to do, but we never want to become Burden under Satan's yoke, okay? <clears throat> Here's a lesson, and I am totally, everything I'm saying, I am totally ministering right back at myself. I'm still trying to figure out all of this, figure out how to make room for the Lord. Intentionally make room for the Lord. Here's a lesson that I had to learn. Just because we can do something doesn't mean we should. Ouch. Yeah. That's a hard lesson for some people who like to do things. I am a go girl. I like to go places. I like to do things. I like to serve. But just because I can doesn't mean I should. So I've had to really intentionally step back. And the older I get, it's getting easier. I'm learning just to step back and wait. Be still. Be quiet. Be still. Is that really what God wants you to do right now? And it could be like an awesome thing, but maybe it's not for me doing it. Because sometimes we're really not supposed to do everything, okay? If you're doing more than what the Lord has told you to do, you're going to get tired and wore out, but you're also... It's a possibility you're taking somebody else's place. Okay? If I'll use children's ministry, for example. I teach back there in kids' church. If I teach every single service that there is, is that, which I would love to do because I will never get tired of wore out teaching those kids, but am I supposed to do that? No. Because God's created a beautiful family of children's ministers and teachers that they all need the opportunity to. So I have to learn to be still. Just because I can do it doesn't mean I should. Okay? In Psalms 119.105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. 
This speaks to me. God's word is a lamp to my feet and a light into my path. That's the Lord speaking. In his word, it says, his word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. He's speaking to me and telling me, and you too. He's going to show you where to go and take you on that path with him. 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And I'm just going to stop there. Doesn't say some of the scriptures or one of the scriptures. It says all is given by inspiration of God. The word is God. In your word, your Bibles, from him, he's going to speak to you for every single thing that you care about because he cares about you, okay? Go on a personal journey with the Lord. And remember, you'll, you'll hear things from, from teachers and ministers and pastors. They're, they're giving you ideas and examples to stir something up inside of you, a thought process of, oh, I do need to make room for the Lord, but I don't know how. We give you ideas, try them, see what works for you. Some people are early morning people. I'm working on that one. I'm supposed to be an early morning person. I'm on a journey just like the rest of y'all. Thank you. I had some support from family over there. Yes. <laughs> Go on a personal journey with the Lord. Surrender yourself to him. Oh, just like Pastor was talking about in worship, kneeling and just surrendering. It's an intentional moment where you are surrendering yourself and making room for the Lord. Because if you got all of this going on, there isn't any room in there for the Lord. And he's a gentleman. He's going to knock. He's knocking at the door of your heart. Open that door and make room for him. Invite him in all the time. Morning, noon, night, every day. Do not always come to God in your prayer walk with a to-do list. We've, there's probably some of us who have been guilty of that. You learn as you grow. The more you learn about the Lord, you realize he knows my to-do list already and he cares about it. Okay, he takes care of the birds. It's going to take care of me. Don't always make it a to-do list with the Lord. He just wants to hang out with you. He wants you to know that he wants to talk to you. And he cares about you, each of you. When you go to him, and I didn't understand this when I was younger. I, I, I prayed repetitive prayers. I didn't know. The Lord just wants you to show up. Because literally praying, prayer, it's talking to God. You're talking with him. You're hanging out with your Lord. And he cares so much that he wants to talk back to you. Go to him with praise and thanksgiving first. When you go with praise and thanksgiving, this, this is showing honor to the Lord. It's a huge thing. When you show honor to the Lord, that honor 
releases or unlocks his glory over you. Show him honor and watch what opens up for your life. And as you're praising and thanking him and just ministering back to the Lord, just loving on him, I truly believe this is what the Lord says. He says, aha, there's my beloved child. There he is. There she is. She just wants to hang out with me. Yeah. And his glory will cover you. That's, that's when I heard his voice out loud. It was, it was at a conference. And I knew about the Lord. And I knew God was a good God. And I knew that he loved us. But I didn't have that revelation understanding that he loved me just like I am, all over the place, talky-talky all the time. He loves me. And when I got that revelation, I was just like, Lord, less of me, more of you. That was the one time I heard his voice audibly, and he called me beloved. He said, beloved Mary Ann, you are mine. And I was like, whoa. That'll rock your world. Never the same. Never the same after that. And I was already saved. I was already in church. I was already serving children's ministry. But it was a moment. We can all have those moments through your whole journey with the Lord, okay? The Lord, when he's... Takes me back to that moment. The Lord, when he's talking to you, he may give you, and, and most of you know this, you've, you've heard from the Lord, he may give you assignments, corrections, ideas, but remember, it will always be in love. No matter what the Lord says, it's coming from love because he is love. If you are hearing something, a voice in your mind or from a person, and it's not based on love, you need to throw that out. That's not God. You need to get rid of it because everything he speaks to you, his voice, it will be in love, always, even when Abba Father's telling you don't do that. Those, those correction times, I, I love that as, as we mature, we begin to hear the voice of the Lord with those feelings, and some of those feelings, I, I, when I teach the kids, I like to say this, when you're about to go do something, we always want direction from the Lord, where we should go, what we should do, you know, who should be our friends, everything, etc. When you step out and you start to do something, and you get that uh-oh feeling. That means stop. You need to listen to that. I know that sounds so simple, but how many of you have ignored that uh-oh feeling? And you went on, okay? Yeah, uh-oh. God's grace is so good. He covers us, and he helps us, and he pulls us out of that mess, but he wants us to grow up because there are Lots of people out there who have no clue how much the Lord loves him, loves them. 
But if we are so wrapped up and we're not listening to those moments of when we go and he, he says no and we do it anyhow, uh-oh, we ignore that uh-oh feeling, what good are you doing, okay? Listen, make room for the Lord for those feelings too because those feelings matter, okay? He gave us our emotions for a reason and, and a lot of it you can interpret it like a stoplight, red light, yellow light, green light, okay? The uh-oh feelings at red light, you know, yellow, whoa, slow down, be still, little one, don't rush it, hang on, and green means go, let's go. I like green lights because I like to go. So I'm a work in progress, I'm learning oh, to obey that uh-oh feeling, don't do that. Remember that when you're listening and following the Lord and he's speaking to you, you will not be sabotaged, okay? You have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, okay? When something's attacking you and trying to get at you and stop you, those voices, it's not from God. Do not allow that sabotage of the enemy to come in there. You just say no. No. And you don't have to explain to anybody why you said no. You just know that the Lord said don't do that. No. Don't be sabotaged by the enemy because He's going to try to knock you off. He's going to try to keep you unbalanced and unaligned. Not good. I got another little nugget for y'all. I like giving out nuggets. Call them little gold nuggets. Well, it was to me. I don't know. Hopefully it is to you too. We had a conference uh, a couple weeks ago. And very first night, very first lady, one of the first things out of her mouth do not be an agenda wrestler with the Lord. I said, oh, ouch. When you're a person that likes to go and do things, sometimes your agenda can, like, get all big and unbalanced and it's really not the Lord. could be good stuff, okay? Because you're saved, your heart is good, the thoughts are good, but is it your agenda or is it the Lord's agenda? Do not be an agenda wrestler with the Lord, okay? Make room in your world, your space, for the Lord to give him his agenda. His way is better. His way is better. In Hebrews 3.15, while it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts, as in rebellion. Mm, that kind of goes with whose agenda are you following? You will hear his voice if you will make room for it in your life. But don't harden your hearts. Because he may ask you to do things that you don't really want to do. But there's a reason. There's a reason for it, okay? Don't harden your hearts against God's agenda, all right? He's going to stretch you. He's going to grow you. He's going to challenge you. He is a forward God, okay? We need to be still and be quiet and listen, but he is a forward-moving God, always. In Isaiah 6, 8, also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, here I am send me. Will you make room in your life for the Lord that when he 
speaks that to you? Will you go? Will you do? Will you make room in your life for the Lord and say, send me? Yeah, yeah. Scared or not scared? Do it anyhow. Be that person. Be that person that says, here I am, send me. My, my life changed when I realized that the Lord wanted to actually speak to me. And I didn't have to wait until Sunday morning service. I didn't know that growing up. You don't have to wait till Sunday morning to hear from the Lord. He's a 24-7 on call all the time, right there next to you, just waiting for you to make room for him to speak to you. Even in the garden, after Adam and Eve sinned, God loved them, and he loves us so much. He went after them and said, where are you? He still is calling out to them in their middle of their mess. That's how good our God is. He wants to talk to you and walk with you in the middle of everything. He loves us that much. And when you realize that, that he wants to talk to you, think about that. Yeah. Jesus came to make a way for all of us. Praise God for Jesus so that we can be connected back to the Father. I said earlier, God's a gentleman. He knocks. We just need to open that door and make room for him to come on in. When somebody comes over to your house and they knock on the door, do you just like stand there right there at the door? No. You step aside and you open the door and you let him in. Make room for the Lord in your life just like that. We can, the more you make room for the Lord, the more you're going to get to know him and hear his voice. Just the second he speaks, you're going to jump. That's a good place to be, a very good place to be. Am I there all the time? Do I do it perfect? No. But remember Samuel? God called him four times. Praise God. He will keep on speaking to you. We can hear his voice. We can hear his voice. And to hear, hearing is something that is when you're perceiving sounds. Uh, Miss Artie had talked about the five senses. When you hear, you're hearing sounds. It's a natural ability. It's all around you. But let's go a step further. Let's take a posture to intentionally listen. You can hear stuff. You can hear the air conditioner going. You hear noises. But are you listening? Listening is a whole nother level. Listening is, it takes effort. It involves a posture of, I am going to listen to the Lord. It involves effort and focus. Time set aside. Time to be still and be quiet. Focused. As a child, I didn't understand. Between knowing God, I knew about God but I didn't really know him and totally believing it. You can know something like, just like you can hear noises, you can hear stuff, 
but what are you listening to, okay? Go, go from the step of just hearing to listening, and now go further. You know about God. You know what his word says, but do you absolutely believe that that is his love letter for you? I do. Took me a little while to get that revelation, but when you get that, I suggest you write on the front of your Bibles, you open up your Bible on page one, you write, Dear Marianne, well, write your own name. Write your own name in the front of your word. But mine says, Dear Marianne, love God. It's his voice. It's his way. It's his directions. Hebrews 13.8, please. Oh, whoops. Mark 6, 31, please, first. <laughs> Thank you. There was, <laughs> that changed me forever when I went from knowing to actually believing that the Lord was for me, not against me. The Lord said, tell them, and this is when I realized that and got that revelation, the Lord said, tell them that I love them, and that they are special to me, and I want to spend time with them. Boy, when I got that revelation, I wanted to tell everybody that, because I don't want want anybody left out, and I tell anybody who listened to me. I tell everyone, he loves you, and you are special, and he wants time with you. And don't forget that. Jesus says, come follow me to his disciples. This was their time to learn who he who Jesus is, and it caused their lives to change. Think about it. He said, come follow me. They made some serious room in their lives. They up and walked away from everything they had. They made room for the Lord into their lives. He says, come follow me. And they hung out with him, and they learned his ways, his love. They trusted him, and they knew his voice. They knew his voice. God also says, yeah, there you go. Oh, wait. Yeah, Mark 6, 31, where he says, come aside by yourselves to desert a place and rest. The Lord also knows, not only does he say, come follow him, and they went and they did, and they went out, but he also realizes that we're human and that we need rest. We get tired. We get tired. That's when the Lord says, come away with me. Come aside by yourselves. Come away with the Lord. Take time away with him. A cure for tiredness. Whenever you're tired and you're cranky, you need some intimacy time with Jesus. Cure for tiredness. Go away with Jesus. It works. These verses to, go, to come away and to go away with Jesus, this is an intentional action. It is making room for the Lord. I know I keep saying that. Make room for the Lord. A time of surrender. And I really love that song, Make Room. Thanks again, worship team. Shake down the walls of all my traditions, all my religion. Get rid of all of it. Make room. Make space for the Lord to speak to you. Now here's Hebrews 13, 8, please. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Bam! 
We read the word of God and we see where he talked to all of those people in the Bible. He saved them. He healed them. He delivered them. He was with them. He loved them. Right there is word speaking to me, his voice. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means now. Not just, don't look at your Bible as a history book. I used to. I didn't know any better. I do now. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus is speaking to you just like he spoke to them. Just like he spoke to Moses when he's part in the Red Sea. Okay? The Lord will speak to you. Do you believe it? These are questions you need to ask yourself. Get real with yourself. Get real with yourself when you're with Jesus. I know, I know, Lord, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But do I believe? Yeah. And if you don't, ask for help with your unbelief. The Lord will fix you right on up. Because he will just pour extra doses of love on you, and you will begin to feel and believe how much he absolutely cares to you, wants to speak to you. He wants you to hear his voice. Creating time is making room for the Lord. I know. I said that before. Like, Marianne, you said that. I need to say it again. We need to remind ourselves, I need to make room for the Lord. And remember, it's going to come in different ways. You don't have to do it just like I do it or just like Pastor Kent does it or just like Katie, okay? You don't have to do it the same way they do. Remember, you're unique. God made you that way. He made you a certain way that you will hear his voice and he will speak to you in the way you need it, okay? Exactly for what you need. Do not always be, here's another reminder of that, the prayer time, to-do list. Don't always be talky-talky. You need to shh. I know, it's hard for some of us who love to talk. Work on it. The Lord has gave you self-control. You can be still and be quiet and hear from the Lord. When you're when you make room for the Lord and you're hanging out with him, wait, hear, listen, and see. Can you do that without your phone? I know. Your, your Bible's on your phone. Okay. Did you ever have the urge to look at something else? when you're supposed to be spending time with the Lord, and, oh, I just got to check Facebook or whatever. Can you set that phone down? Get that Bible that is paper? And make room for the Lord, for you and him, where he can speak to you, and you can speak with him? <clears throat> Receive into your heart all the words from the Lord and, and hear with your ears. God's word is the love letter to you, okay? It's alive. Literally, like I said earlier, the, the Bible, the word of God will tell you what direction to go. You just got to be listening, okay? One personal way that I had heard um, from the Lord that 
It had rocked, it rocked my world. It was years ago before we were here, and I was serving, serving in, in a church and ministering to the children, and I was a helper, and, and I, was, I was doing, I was serving, I was doing what the Lord asked me to do, but I started doing those things that I shouldn't have done, and I got wore out, I got tired, I got physically tired, not burned out, not burned out from ministering to children, but I got tired, and I was like, oh, I am just tired, and I just bared my heart to the Lord, and he showed me this in the story, and I had not even thought about this. It's a David and Goliath story, okay? Um, David was taking care of his father's sheep, so he is a shepherd, and he's out there tending to them, and David's supposed to go back and forth to his brothers, taking food, back and forth, back and forth. Well, the Lord showed me this, and this is just how good God is. He wanted me to see that what I was doing, no matter what was all around me, mattered to him. And I never saw this verse in the Bible, because when we tell the story of David and Goliath, we just talk about David, you know, leaving the sheep and taking off, and he goes and kills Goliath. Yes! Victory. Sometimes when you are reading the Word, it literally is going to come alive to you if you are expecting to hear and see God in the Word. A whole book in the Bible can be highlighted to you, a chapter, a verse, or one single word. This verse popped out at me, and I had, ne and I've told David and Goliath's story. That's the children's. We use that one a lot for the Lord. I never saw this verse, or I saw it, but I rushed over it. First Samuel seventeen twenty. Maybe. <laughs> This one was highlighted to me, and it was just the Lord's blessing me. He wants to do that to you. He wants you to ask for that. So David rose early in the morning, left the sheep with a keeper, and took the things and went as Jesse commanded him, and he came to the camp, and we know, we know the rest of the story, okay? Look at this part. David rose early in the morning. He left the sheep with a keeper. What was a keeper to David? A helper. A helper. I had never noticed that before. We took that story for granted. We're just like, okay, you know, I never thought about what happened to the sheep that David was taking care of. I didn't even think about it. I was so blown away that he went and killed Goliath. I was like, yes. But when I was feeling tired and wore out, the Lord said, look here. Look here how important you are. Left the sheep with a keeper, the helper. David was honorable, and he wasn't just going to leave those sheep out in the middle of a field. He went and he got a keeper. He went and he got a helper. You do matter. You do matter. And as that helper took care of those sheep, it allowed David to go and kill Goliath. He wasn't worried about those sheep because he was an honorable person. He may have not stayed that whole time and killed Goliath. He may have been worried about his dad's sheep. But God gave him a helper. You do matter. To me, that verse came alive to me, and it just gave me all kinds of energy, and I was just like, yes, 
I'm going to go for the long haul, and I am never going to quit and never look back. Okay? All throughout God's words, he will highlight things just for you and help you. Let's commit to going on this journey of making room to the Lord. Intentional moments to make room and enjoy them. Come to the Lord expecting to hear his voice. It's going to come in unexpected ways sometimes, all right? God is complex, but not complicated, okay? Don't overthink it. God has many different things that he is doing in many different ways, but it's not complicated. It's simple. He just wants you to be available and say yes, and you will begin to hear his voice. With Every yes, every yes, every yes, the Lord speaks more and more to you. And I want you to remember something that with the Lord, there is never, 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 ever an unimportant day of your life. Okay? Think about that. Every day of your life is important to the Lord. Never is there an unimportant day. Don't let the enemy distract you or trick you to thinking that it's not important what you're doing. It is important. Every day is important. Now, I'm going to skip some of this. Listening and hearing. Remember when I was telling you the difference? Isaiah 55, verse 3. Incline your ear and come to me. Incline your ear. You're going to be, that's an action. Be listening. Incline. It's, a, it's a, an intentional posture, an intentional attitude. Ecclesiastes 5.1. With prudently, walk prudently. When you go to the house of God, draw near to hear. Draw near. Draw near to the Lord. Incline your ear, draw near to him. As we make room for the Lord, the clutter will be removed. And clarity will show up in your life. Let's be kingdom-minded. Bring in heaven to earth to share God's love. I understand thoughts of how do I do this? You got to start small. Pick a time. Pick a time in a routine where you're going to make room for the Lord. Like, I'm going to pick this time and I'm going to guard it and watch how the Lord, as you are honoring the Lord with that, how he pours his glory on you and he honors you. Remember, be on guard when you're trying to make room for the Lord in your life. The enemy is definitely going to try to trip you up and mess you up, okay? He's going to try to distract you. He's going to try and cram your schedule. He's going to try and make you busy. He's going to try to make you check your phone. Go back to the fruit of the Spirit that's inside of you, self-control. And hmm. are you guys being challenged by anything? Are you thinking about some spaces where you need to make room for the Lord? I hope so. As you begin to hear and listen to God's voice, don't be discouraged if you run into challenges and stretching, okay? When God spoke, 
He spoke some big things, and it says he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He spoke to Noah, build an ark. Abraham, leave your home. Gideon, go to battle. Samuel, give a tough message. Esther, plead with the king. Mary, become the mother of Jesus. Those are some big things, but do not fear, for the Lord's with you, okay? What he asks you, he's filled you with the Holy Spirit, and he's given you the, the strength, the power, and the anointing to do what he is asking you to do, if you'll make room in your heart and your mind for him. If what you sense, this is a, a quote I read out of a, bi, or a book, if what you sense from God this one made me laugh. If what you sense from God never has surprises in it, it's probably not God. God is completely full of surprises. And don't be afraid of those surprises. Make room for them and go with them. Always expect to hear Wake up expecting, arrive expecting, stand expecting, live expecting, never ever stop expecting. Okay? Here's another quote from Corey Ten Boom. If you want to hear God's voice clearly and you are uncertain, then remain in his presence until he changes that uncertainty. Often much can happen during this waiting on the Lord. Sometimes he will change pride to humility. He'll change doubt into fear. He'll turn chaos into peace. The Lord will do it. Those songs, that, the, the one song that the team sang, Make Room, there's a couple other songs I want you to make note of. As you're making room for the Lord, I want you to listen to these songs too. Make Room is one of them. The other one is called available. Are you being available? Are you making room for the Lord and being available? Remember, it's not your ability. It's not your ability. It's your availability. Just be available to hear his voice. And then the other song a friend sent to me a while back, and it's called Make Space. And in this song, this one really got to me. And this song is all about making space for the Lord. But there's a line in the, in the middle of it, chorus, whatever you want to call it. But it literally goes, bye-bye clutter. I said, oh, yes, Lord. That was the Lord's voice, voice speaking to me. Bye-bye clutter. Clutter can be all different things. It can be something physical. It can be something in your mind. Or it can be people. Okay? Ask the Lord. He will show you. He will show you where you need to say bye-bye clutter to. And it literally goes, and I had to write it down, it goes bye-bye, bye-bye, bye-bye clutter. And that person saying it over and over again. And then the next line, guess what the next line is? Hello, clarity. Bye-bye clutter. Hello, clarity. That's what happens when you get rid of the clutter. It makes room for them to speak. For the Lord to speak to you. So are we going to say bye-bye clutter? Hello, clarity? I do every day. Work in progress? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. We all are. Let's do this journey together and encourage each other. Speak into each other's life and say, hey, have you made room for the Lord today? 
Share your testimony of what happened when you made room for the Lord. It encourages others. So before Pastor Kent comes up, I just want to pray. I just want to pray over all of you. And, and thank you. Thank you for your time and, and being here. Thank you for the people online, too, listening. I hope this has blessed you. Make room for the Lord. And I just, I'm going to pray over you. Father God, thank you for this moment. It is an honor to get to share your word with people. Lord, I pray over every man and every woman and their households that they will take intentional moments and make room for you, Lord. They will open the door to their life to you and make room for you. May their ears be listening. Thank you, Father God, for loving us. Thank you for being the same yesterday, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, forever. You want to speak to us. We want to hear you. Thank you, Father God. Thank you for their tender, soft hearts that they are making room for you right now, Lord, in their lives to hear your voice. In Jesus' name, amen. If God is changing your life, through this ministry, join us in reaching others by partnering with us today. If you would like to give or would like more information on how we are making a difference, visit overcomerschurchinternational.com.